Welcome to Twy as We Light, a podcast where two adults, Hallie and Sydney, read and react to Twilight for the very first time. Today we are talking about the chapters 23, 24, and the epilogue of Twilight. So sit back and enjoy the podcast. Kill Mary Fuck. I shouldn't do this one, but I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. First time we meet Jacob. Oh. <laughs> epilogue Jacob and what we believe future Jacob's gonna be. Okay. So let's throw it out there. Jacob is a child. So can we make this one kiss Mary Kill? Because that feels wrong. Yes. Okay. Yes. I forgot that that was an option. First generation Jacob when he's 14 is so sweet. I was gonna say I would marry that Jacob. And I'm going to kiss prom Jacob. Cause even though I mean I'm going to kiss epilogue Jacob. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead and you, you, can you just cut that together so it doesn't sound like I messed that up there. Snip, 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 snip. Sydney and her editing magic. Um, and then I'm going to kill future Jacob because I'm pretty sure he forms a romantic bond with a child later on. You imprinted on my daughter? You nicknamed my daughter after the Loch Ness monster? <laughs> For me, I'm on a different wavelength. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I would. I definitely would marry little Jacob once he is of age. Mm, of course. Because he is sweet. But that iteration of Jacob as an adult. Yes. Then I would kiss future Jacob mm. because that's when he goes to America and he gets hot. And goes then- to America. <laughs> what? <laughs> I think that's like a fan fiction trope of some sort. He's Native American. He's always been here. Okay, he went to Europe and got hot. (laughs) And then I would kill epilogue Jacob because, spoiler alert, he has a ponytail. And in my head, when I I read the ponytail part, I didn't imagine it as, like, how you should. I imagined it as the villain from Open Season. What should I have imagined it as? Like a high, like, like Ariana Grande ponytail? In in the way that she she says it is that he, like, slicks his hair back into a ponytail. And I just imagine, like, grease uh. and then ponytail. Like, there was a kid at my school. He had, like, short hair and then he had a rat tail. Mm-hmm. That's what I imagined. Yeah, I feel like they say he slicked it back into a ponytail, but they really just mean he, like, pulled it back into a ponytail or, like, combed it back into a ponytail. But it's slick. If it's slick, slick there's, grease. there's grease or gel involved. And I just hope there wasn't. And that that's the part that I'm grossed out about. I wonder how it's going to be in the in the movie. Because we know he's not going to be sweet 14-year-old baby Jacob in the movie. Because that just wouldn't make sense logistically. What with Taylor Liner already being an adult. But I wonder, I wonder what his hair is going to be like. I know it's long. Yeah, because I've seen pictures of that. But I've also seen pictures of him with short hair. Yeah, I think that's going to be later on. Anyway, Twilight. Oh, shit, yeah. We're on chapter 23, The Angel. Yeah, so what just happened before we got to chapter 23, Sydney? Oh, what happened? Okay, I'll, t- I'll say. So what happened was Bella was, like, losing consciousness just as the hunter was, like, you know? Uh, for those of you just listening and not watching, I just kind of made a little diving motion toward the camera. Just, you know, mm-hmm. 
as she drifted, she dreamed. I want to say that I absolutely love this chapter. I do too. Absolutely loved it. I think the last five chapters, honestly, before this one were phenomenal. But this one... seals It seals the deal for me. It really does. But chapter 23, The Angel, she starts off by saying that she's drifting and she's dreaming. She's pretty much going into unconsciousness. Mm-hmm. She hears another snarl and it's deeper, but we don't know who this is right now. We can mm-hmm. make assumptions, but we don't we know could, who it is. For all we know, it's it's just James snarling again. Sorry, Kyle. Kyle, Richard. <laughs> but yeah, she was like, she was almost brought back enough to be able to open her eyes, mm-hmm. but then she knew she was dead. Because? Because she heard an angel calling her name. So at this point, we know she's hallucinating mm-hmm. because it's just, oh no, Bella, no. Which, obviously, if an angel's calling you, it's more like, hey, Bella, come here. It's okay, you can die. (laughs) It's okay, come here, we have candy. But no, it's like, oh no. And so, she keeps hearing, like, more scary noises of, like, bass growling, a shocking snapping sound, and then... She's like, I'm just going to concentrate on this angel's voice. And it's just people like this person, an angel, blah, blah, saying mm-hmm. like, Bella, please, Bella, Bella, Bella. Sorry, the shocking snapping sound. Do you think that was them ripping him to shreds? I think so. Physically ripping him? Just... It actually wasn't a shocking snapping sound. It was more like a... of a ripping paper. Yeah, but there was like the little like pop of bones and cartilage and stuff. Yeah, I guess. Because he's still got bones, right? (laughs) This is when Bella realizes she's like, the angel shouldn't weep. It was wrong. But before she says the weepy thing, she notes that he says Carlisle. So now we fully know that it's Edward. Yeah. And it's not her just like dreaming. And we know that the real angel is in the room. Carlisle. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. Hey, daddy. But yeah, he's just crying, broken sobs, tearless, broken sobs. Because he doesn't got tears. Mm -mm. No water, no liquid in that body. Oh my God, he starts crying. It's just blood. Well, no, because then he would lose blood and then he'd get hungry. I guess that would be the equivalent of like vomiting out of his eyeballs too. Ew. Ew. Okay, I'm sorry. I said. So she starts feeling pressure. She starts feeling more pains. She's mm-hmm. crying out, and we hear that she's lost blood, but her head wound isn't deep, but we know for a fact that her leg's broken, which we knew in the previous chapter, but mm-hmm. this is all just, like, medical daddy coming up, being like, oh no, help her. We hear that she's broken some ribs. Also, a howl of rage strangled on the angel's lips. That one, I don't want to see that happen in a movie. Yeah. So now she's like freaking out because she feels a burning yeah. in her hand. She says Edward because she's like, someone needs to put this fire out on my hand. Yeah. There's a, a ginormous fire somehow on my hand. Yeah. And they're not putting it out. She says it hurts. And he's like, girl, I, I know. Oh, yeah, she's like, he's like, no, it's okay. My dad's going to drug you. <laughs> yeah, right. And then she's like, how'd you get here? And he was like, Alice told us where you were going to be. And then, but yeah, she's like, my hand is burning. My hand is burning. And she's like, fire, stop. Someone stop the fire. So Edward like is just noticing that like, you think that he would notice everything, but he's just so like shocked apparently that he's like not even thinking. And he's like her hand and Carlo says that he bit her. And so from what we know from vampire lore is that if you don't finish the kill, then she's going to turn into a vampire. Yeah. I have my note here. There's no way. Also, what the fuck happened? Is Bella a vampire now? Where's James? <laughs> right? Because also, like, it doesn't explain, doesn't even explain what's happening with James. Yeah. Is it he just, dead? 
Did they right? shred him and burn him already? <laughs> right? Then she's bit, so it's like, obviously she's going to be a vampire, because we only know that, like, if it happens, then there's venom. Like, we don't know anything else at this point. And Alice is like, Edward, you have to do it. But what is she referring to when she says, Edward, you have to do it? Because he says no, and then Carlisle says, there may be a chance. And then Edward says, what? And he says, see if you can suck the venom out. The wound is fairly clean. And then Alice says, will that work? Like, that wasn't what she was suggesting he do. Was she suggesting he turn her into a vampire? Because she was already turning into a vampire. Yeah, that is confusing. I feel like that's a little plot hole that she didn't. Yeah. Maybe... I feel like she, like, wrote that suggestion twice on accident. Well, maybe what happened was that she meant Carlisle to say, Edward, you have to do it. But he said no. And then he said there may be a chance. And then Edward said what? Well, no, 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 no. It's Edward saying no. I know. Yeah. But when it says, Edward, you have to do it, even if it was Carlisle saying that, Edward's saying, no, I won't do it. But what is he saying no to? Oh, because he doesn't want to suck her blood. Because it, he said that if he were to get even like a little bit of a taste I know, of her I know, blood, I know. he wouldn't be able to stop it. Okay, I can't even explain this. I'm so tired. Okay. It's Edward, you have to do it. No, I won't do it. And then he says, there may be a chance. And Edward says, what? See if you can suck the venom back out. What was the first suggestion? Oh! Do you see what yeah. I mean? Yeah! I do get it now. Drop a review, five stars, please, um, and explain that to us, please. Yeah, so your review should look like five stars, and then maybe make it two separate paragraphs. So the first one just says, yeah, to whatever baseball thing we were talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember? And then... Is that two episodes ago? Yeah. 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 (laughs) And then the second part should say your answer to this, but... If you've already made that review about the baseball thing, I require that you go onto your friend's Apple podcast account, and I need you to leave the review on their account with the second thing. And you could say who you are. Yeah. So that we know. But yeah, just We won't five let stars. Apple delete you. Thank you. Okay, moving on. Yes, but that is confusing because, yeah, what, what was she asking him to do? I don't know. But yeah, so Edward says he doesn't know if he's able to to do it to suck the venom out without killing her and carlisle says it's your decision edward either way i can't help you i was gonna say it's your decision whether she lives or dies but if he didn't do it then she would just turn into a vampire yeah and carlisle's probably not as opposed to that as edward is because he wants edward to have someone forever that's true which is why carlisle sinister he turned rosalie under mysterious pretenses why couldn't alice do it oh yeah 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 like oh yeah alice is there alice is there the entire time but edward is having to do it maybe it's like maybe because edward seems more practiced but it's like they all know that he can't control himself around her and then like first day of school he was gonna murder her yeah no matter what so like it has to be like maybe alice is just a newer vampire so like she couldn't do it maybe i don't know but they make a big deal about it always just being Jasper that's the newest vampire. Yeah. Which also, how would he be the newest vampire if he fought during the Civil War, which happened in the yeah. 1860s and Edward was 1918? Okay, so next it says that he wants Alice to get something to brace her leg. So maybe, like, Alice is just used to being the person to help Carlisle in, like, weird situations yeah. like this. I don't know. How often are they in this situation? In that same sentence, I have to bring this up because I wrote this down. Mm-hmm. When Carlisle asks Alice to get something to brace her leg, he says, Edward, you must do it now or it will be too late. How do you know? 
you just said you don't even know if this will work. Right. How do you know what the time constraints are? Right. Because they say, I think later in these chapters that we are reading, they do say, like, it takes three days to become a vampire. Mm-hmm. I think they said it before, too. Well, they said, depending on how close to your... Which, I guess, that doesn't make sense either, because most people are getting bit on the neck, so that's going to be the same distance away from the heart. Unless you got bit, yeah. like, on the heart, but I don't know. Anyways, so... Alice is helping with the leg. Edward. His eyes blaze. With determination. With determination. But he puts his lips against her skin and then he bites her and drinks his her blood. He does not, well, he, he does not bite her. Oh, what did he do? He just, there's already a, an open wound, a bite mark on her hand. Well, I think he yeah. just sucks it out from there. But he uses his vampire teeth. So no, he, he doesn't bites use her. His, no, he doesn't. I don't. That's oh. how vampires suck blood. I don't. Oh, That's I a cannon. That's canon! How is that canon? Have you seen it, any He sucks it through movie? his teeth? Yeah, they go... I thought the teeth were just making the holes, but their mouth was still sucking, and, like, the section of their mouth was like... You know? I was afraid of vampires for a really long time, so I don't really know the lore. Can I mention real quick that when I was going out there to get my cookie, I got scared because of the mm-hmm. last chapter, and I had to turn on a light because I was scared. I but- just, Sorry... I just really want to drill at home that I'm right right now. Um, oh. It says that his head bent over and his cold lips pressed against my skin. He wouldn't press He wouldn't press yeah. his lips to it if he was going to use his teeth. He presses his lips like... Oh, like know? if you're sucking venom from a snake bite, I guess. Yeah. I he guess. Goes, but they're just like super suckers. Yeah, he's he, like a little leech. For those of you at home, it is almost midnight and we are both not doing well. <laughs> But here we go. Here we go. Yeah, so she's freaking out because he's sucking her blood. Her hands start to grow numb and the fire was dulling. So at this point... Focusing into an ever smaller point. Yeah, so at this point, Edward was able to... He was able to overcome his urge to drink her blood. And Mm -hmm. he was able to stop himself. And so she was able to not become a vampire, which is nice. You know, at least he's able to get the taste, you know? Because he really wanted the taste of it. He says her blood tastes clean. I can taste the morphine. So he really got everything he wanted. <laughs> yeah. Is morphine in blood? I think it's like he would like give her a shot oh, of morphine. Does he just have morphine on him all the time? I think they were kind of expecting it to be ugly. So he probably brought his little doctor back. Probably. Okay. He's not using it. I do think this part is very cute. How she's like, she's like, thank you, Edward. And he goes, I love you. And she goes, I know. That's something that my grandpa does all the time. Um, okay, Han Solo. So then he asks where her mother is. She's like in Florida. And then she tells Alice. She's like, Alice, the video. Watch the video because he knows where Mm -hmm. you come from. Which, that would be rough to find out while watching that video. Yeah. And then she says, I smell gasoline. Yeah, no, I wrote down, oh my god, they burned James. Well, when I read that in my head, I was like, somehow, for some reason, James is just outside about to burn them alive or something. But that was in my head. In my head? Like, he's hiding. Okay, so I know later, like, in a few pages, this isn't really a spoiler, um, it's revealed that they burned down the the studio so that's how they burned Killed james him. he was so i feel like they brought bella outside to do this yeah but in my head they were still inside the dance studio but james was just in a bonfire in the parking lot right yeah that's all you could really assume yeah at this point unless james had just been cut up and they weren't burning him yet because she just says i smell gasoline so maybe yeah. since they were carrying her out they like started dumping gasoline they were doing their little shredding like they're trying to shred a piece of paper to like it's very like smallest yeah. piece 
yeah that's, that's where the entire time. that's where Emmett and Jasper are the whole time but it's kind of it's like their fun activity they do together mm-hmm. every once in a while they've got exacto knives they're making snowflakes <laughs> oh and all Ew. the while James is like ah. <laughs> James is dying a painful death I also thought it was cute that Carlisle was like it's time to move her and she goes no I want to sleep I was like, me too. And then Edward says, you can sleep, sweetheart. I'll carry you. I wrote down, hot. Marry me now. Hot. Hot. Sorry to say it, but hot. Then she goes, he says, sleep now. And she goes to sleep. And then now we're at chapter 24, which is the last chapter chapter. An impasse. That's the name of the chapter. This chapter just feels like all those chapters before the drama hit. Like we're back into it. It's it, kind of sweet, though, at points. At but points. also not at points. There's some points that I just don't want to ever read again. And then some points I'm like, I just want to read that part. So, Bella opens her eyes to a bright white light. She's dead. She's going into the light. Nope. She's in a hospital. She's in a hospital. Which, like, when I read that part, I was like, how are they going to explain that to anyone? Just wait. <laughs> yeah, right? But yeah, so she's all twisted up in tubes, and she feels one mm-hmm. under her nose, and she tries to rip it off. And I'm like, do people do that when they wake up in the hospital? Like, oh, good morning. Did I take all this off? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My boyfriend's immortal dad is a doctor, so I'm basically a doctor. Edward is there, and he's like, oh, don't take that stuff off. But she's, like, freaking out. She's like, I'm so sorry. And he's like, everything's all right. And he says that he was almost too late. And he could have been too late. Which is true, I guess. But he's so fast. He wouldn't have been too late. No. But yeah, she was like, she thought that he had her mom. And he says that he tricked them all. They already called Charlie. And they already called Renee. And Renee was already there. And yeah, so she's all confused. She's like, what would you tell them? Because... She was attacked by a vampire. Like, yeah. And he says that he told them that she fell down two flights of stairs and through a window. <laughs> He's like, you have to admit it could happen. I'm like, no, it couldn't. I wrote down, um, kind of rude. She just almost died bad. And you're just going to point out how clumsy she is. Right. He's like, it kind of would have happened because you're so clumsy. But yeah, so she, they're just in the hospital and they're just chatting about all of her injuries that we already talked about and then she asked about how he did the whole suck in her blood stuff and how he didn't kill her Mm -hmm. and he was like it was impossible to stop impossible but i did i must love you and she's like do i taste good and he's like yep (laughs) (laughs) and she apologizes for this but we learned that eminent jasper took care of james kyle Mm -hmm. richard may he rest in pieces it said that they had to leave the room because there was too much blood. You didn't get my joke. Oh, pieces. Yeah. Oh, piece, piece, pieces. Oof. So Emmett and Jasper had to leave the room because <laughs> there was so much blood. I feel like she's like the perfect candidate for like becoming a vampire and living with them forever. Yeah. Because they've she already all... knows everything. Yeah, she knows everything. They've already accepted her. He says he's never gonna leave her. Yeah. So I don't understand why they wouldn't just let it happen. Yeah, but she'll just have it have like a board meeting and <laughs> yeah, be like, uh, who votes for Bella to be vampire? Uh, me. And Rosalie's like, Ugh. nay. <laughs> That's the rest of the books. It has to be a unanimous vote. So she's just trying to get Rosalie to like her. Yeah, it's like a montage. The rest of the books are montage, which is very hard to do in a book. So it's crazy that they did that. <laughs> but yeah, then we learned that she doesn't like needles, and Edward's like, oh, you're afraid of needles. You walk into your death, but you're afraid of needles. Mm-hmm. I'm like v- valid. 
Edward. Yeah. This woman is crazy. You know this by now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so then we learn that his story that he told her mom was that Mm -hmm. he went to Phoenix to convince her to come back to Forks and convinced her to go to the hotel where Alice Carlisle and Edward were. And that's Mm -hmm. where it happened. And apparently Alice had fun fabricating the evidence, which I want to see a spinoff just like short kind of like a disney short where it's just alice doing exactly like what would happen because at this moment i just put my book down and i just thought i was like she got a wig she made herself look like bella and then she used her like vampire strength to like roll down the stairs and fall off the window i was like that has to be it she has like fake blood that she purchased from the costume shop down the street (laughs) she like pours it everywhere Mm -hmm. the police get it and they're like this is just corn syrup like that girl has weird blood no i did leave a note on that line um, I think I'm actually in love with Alice. I yeah. think I don't have a crush on her. I think she's my soulmate. Honestly, she is your soulmate. I like how he says you could probably sue the, the hotel if you wanted to. I would if I were her, <laughs> honestly. She's like, might as well. Yeah, because you have so many injuries, might as well get some money out of it. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have a job. It's not like she can sue James. He's gone. He's gone. No, let's continue. Let's continue. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Edward ends up kissing her and her beeping on her heart monitor stops altogether yeah so i just wrote what the fuck what her just her heart just stopped stops which like that seems like a serious medical issue that seems like something where the doctors and nurses would come sprinting into the room right they'd be like why what's happening is yeah. she dying is she dead but then i mean it comes back on but still it feels like an alert that they maybe would get <laughs> yeah and then he's like oh i seem to ha- have to be more careful with you than usual and then they kiss again yeah <laughs> and her heart monitor monitor goes wild this woman needs some help she needs to go to the doctor for not an emergency just for a physical yeah that's it her body isn't cannot be responding well to all of this no not at all but yeah so then he sees that her mother's coming into the room and he's like oh i'm gonna go to sleep and she goes don't forget to breathe and i was like that's silly but she comes in she says that edward never leaves and she's all (laughs) upset and we learn that bella's been in a coma for like a couple of days and she already met carlisle and alice and she does remark on the fact (laughs) that carlisle is hot and I just want to say that the overarching theme of this novel is that Daddy Vamp is hot as fuck. Mm-hmm. He's hot well, as he's, hell. He's like 23 and delicious. Yeah. Of age. Perfect yeah. age for me. Yeah, about 400. Just ripe. <laughs> I'll take him. I'll take just- him. So she hurts herself from just cringing. And then she asks where Phil is. And apparently she learns that Phil was signed on with... The Suns. The Suns. Is the Suns a baseball team? I don't know. I'm going to look it up right now real quick. If it's a basketball team, I'm going to jump out my bedroom window. (laughs) There's Florida Suns baseball, Florida Suns basketball, and Florida Suns (gasps) volleyball. You know what I found when I looked this up? I found Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. So I don't know what I'm looking up. Maybe we learned that. In it. Maybe there's a whole book that's just about Phil. Maybe. I want to see the spin-off series of Phil. Phil, baseball legend. Ball legend. We're going to call it a ball <laughs> legend. We don't know which one. Each episode is a different ball. 
one episode it's a it's like a dance but yeah so we learned that her mom is already planning on bella moving in with her in florida in jacksonville mm-hmm. which for one she didn't want to live in forks and she just wanted to live in phoenix because she likes phoenix so why would she want to move to a humid location like florida she does not do this very gracefully she goes wait mom what are you talking about i'm not going to florida i live in forks after she just did this whole song and dance charade about how much she hated forks and how yeah. much she wanted to not be there and now she's like i want to live in forks yeah not i'm gonna give it another shot it's i want to live there i feel like she could like make up like some sort of thing like i'm going through puberty and my emotions are crazy so i ran away but yeah she's like freaking out because she's like i don't move damien and she was like but her mom's like but honey you hate it there and she's like i have friends she's like very confused about everything then at the end of page 467 she's like i think that boy is in love with you this is actually really cute to me because it's like her mom taking in this incredibly intense relationship as like teenage crushes and i think that's really cute especially since edward's listening to all of it but yeah she's like how do you feel about him and she just feels like weird about it which understandable and she's like i'm pretty crazy about him and but and my goodness he's incredibly good looking (laughs) but you're young bella yeah that's a good a good uh, point mom which is weird that you just called him hot she says that it's just a crush which like i wouldn't have said because edward's gonna hold that over her head for a while but yeah so then she says that she's gonna phil's gonna call so she's gotta go she says that she's been sleeping there because she's afraid of the house because this is where we learn that someone broke into the dance studio around the corner and burned it to the ground and there was a stolen car right outside that's crazy mom i had no clue wild (laughs) what is this town becoming (laughs) crazy i definitely want to stay in forks mom yeah well her other option is florida not phoenix anymore so that's not a very good argument sid but mama leaves and when she's when her mom is leaving she says try to be more careful when you walk honey i don't want to lose you i wrote down okay i like renee <laughs> true she's that's being kind of a funny way to put it this is where we learned that edward stole a car and he said mm-hmm. it was a good car very fast he, he mentions that he heard that, like, Bella might be moving to Florida with her mom, even though she mm-hmm. doesn't want to. And Edward's like, Florida, interesting. And she's like, well, silly. Like, you can't come to Florida. It's too sunny outside. And he's mm-hmm. like, I wouldn't come to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> and in that moment, I was like, come on, Edward. You're back on this sh- shit about how you're bad for her and how you need to leave her alone, but you're not going to. And that's the rest of this, like, chapter, pretty much. But he's like, someplace where I couldn't hurt you anymore. Dude, she's gonna hurt herself anyway. She broke a mirror. She has bad luck. Yeah, she's got crazy bad luck now. We, we also have to remember that this whole thing, she's on, like, serious painkillers right now. Yeah. So she's not being super... Like, Edward, you don't have to have this conversation right now. It feels like when you go through, like, something terrible and then your manipulative boyfriend is like, now let me bring up the worst thing ever. And mm-hmm. you're like, you're gonna break up with me right now? Where I'm dying? Right now? Really? That's how it felt. And I was like, this is terrible. This is manipulative. Don't like his energy today. She keeps on being like, don't leave me. And he's like, I won't. But then he's like, I shouldn't be near you. What is it, Edward? What is it then? Are you leaving her? Are you staying with her forever? What is going on? And then he says that she's overreacting. 
he like mutters to himself overreaction and some yeah. other things. But like she just went through traumatic events. Woke also, up, she's severely drugged up. <laughs> yeah, just woke up from a coma. Just saw her mom for the first time, who says that she's mm-hmm. moving to Florida. She's going through a lot of changes, and then he's like, oh, "I should just break up with you and move somewhere far away." And I'm like, "I can't hurt you." I'm like, "Right now, you're gonna do this? Right now?" And he says, "Be rational." Can she be rational when she's on no. morphine? Morphine? But yeah, she says if it weren't for him, she would have been dead in a fork cemetery, which is true. She has a point. Yeah. Yeah, because he saved that was her the life. That the next note times. I had. Yeah, because, because, like, the whole Tyler thing happened. He saved her life. Yeah, if he hadn't done that, she would have been dead right there. Yeah. Or at least severely injured. Yeah. And then he's like, when I sucked your blood, like, I could have killed you in that moment. And I'm like, you could have, but you didn't. Yeah, it's like the only way that you wouldn't have gotten to that position would have been if you'd just let her die. Yeah. <laughs> and then she would have already been dead, and it wouldn't have mattered. And she, well, she would have been a vampire and alive, so. No, I meant earlier oh, in the book. Oh, yeah, true. You're right. Oh, yeah, because the car thing happened, and then there's the men on the street that were going to attack her in some way. So, like, she was going to die anyway. But, yeah, she's like, why didn't you just let me be a vampire? Why don't you let the le- the venom spread and let me be a vampire? Mm-hmm. And, honestly, like, she doesn't know anything about vampires. Neither do I. But, like... I don't know. I've never read it. <laughs> I don't know. I never read it. But the whole thing with, like, venom, like, we know that Rosalie does not want to be a vampire. And we know that, like, he thinks that he's a monster. So why would she be like, why wouldn't you just let me be a vampire? It's kind of, like, insulting. So I kind of get where Edward's coming from when he kind of, like, gets mad. But he wasn't going to answer that. And then she's like, a man and a woman have to be somewhat equal. Like, yeah. Why are you saying... That makes me think you don't believe that. Yeah. Just creepy. And she's like... I can't always be Lois Lane. I want to be Superman, too. Because she wants mm-hmm. her superpower. She wants to be able to not fall over all the time. Yeah, her superpower. What if her superpower would just be that she's extra clumsy? Oh, no. Or her superpower is, like, when she needs to, she falls into, like, a ball. And then she, like, rolls into people like a like a bowling ball. Like an armadillo? She's an armadillo. But she has to, like, trip to become one. Yeah, it has to happen on accident. So yeah, they go on arguing. He's had 90 years to think about it, and he doesn't wish that Carlisle wouldn't have saved him, but he's like, he wasn't giving up anything. And yeah, she's like, you are my life. He says, I can't do it. I won't do that to you. And he's already like said it multiple times, like why he wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so then she tells him basically that she knows how becoming a vampire happens. He's like, it's possible to take bravery to the point where it becomes insanity, which, yes. And she's like, it's just three days. And he's like, excuse me? But yeah, then he asks, he's like, Charlie, Renee, because, like, everyone else didn't, had no one, pretty much. Yeah. But she has family she's... that she's gonna watch die. Yeah. Yeah. And then she says, look, that's not an issue either. Does she not love so her family? Little... My and goodness. She, says, she justifies this by saying that her mother has always made decisions for herself and Charlie's tough. But yeah, she's like, if you're waiting for me to be on my deathbed, I've got news for you. It was just there. And he was like, you didn't die. You're alive right now. <laughs> yeah. And then she says that she's going to die because she means like he wants to be with her forever and keeps saying that if she is going to get to an old wrinkly woman. Yeah. Is he just going to be a 17 year old boy who comes and does her dishes every once in a while? Like, Yeah. Are they going to keep dating as she like ages into geriatric because that's gonna look very weird for everyone else yeah he says i'm hardly a lottery prize and she says you're much better and then she kind of like tests him not teases but she tests him by being like you're not the only vampire i know she only knows his family so we're gonna know that 
none of them are going to change her because they all will take Edward's advice and not do it. It's his reaction to this that lets her know that Alice can see the future. Yeah. And she definitely saw her turn into a vampire. Then he's like, anything can change. It doesn't need to happen. It's not going to happen. She saw you on your deathbed, but here you are. And she says, you'll never catch me betting on betting against Alice. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I get it, but it is true. Like, something could change. Like, Edward could mm-hmm. change his idea. Edward could change his path. Something could happen. And she could not become a vampire. Who knows? I haven't read the next books. And then he basically is like, you need to go to sleep. And then he, he forces drugs on her. And then I found it weird that they have this argument that is like, basically, he's like, I want to leave you. And she's like, I'm going to die someday. Just turn me into a vampire. And he's like, no. And he's like, I love you. I'm never going to leave you. And then... He's like, I am going to leave you. And he's all upset. And then he, like, changes the subject quickly and is like, here's some drugs. And they're like, I love you, I love you, I love you. And I just, I don't like the dynamic. I don't like it. And he justifies this by saying, when she's like, stay, he goes, I will. Like I said, as long as it makes you happy, as long as it's what's best for you. If it's what's best for her forever, then just turn her into a vampire. Yes! This part of this book is frustrating because, like, now we know it's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And he is just refusing to let it happen. And he is just gonna string her along and act as if they're gonna be together forever. But then also make her feel like he's gonna break up with her every four seconds. I did write for the end of 479 where she's kind of falling asleep with the drugs and she starts kind of slur talking at Edward. He says, I love you. She says, me too. He says, I know. Which was a quip at her saying, I know, when he said he loved her earlier in the book. And then they kiss and she says, thanks. And then she falls asleep. And I just wrote down for that. Uh, I am so lonely. Oh, <laughs> no. I'm kidding. I mean, I'm not kidding, but I'm kidding. You have your dog. Oh, oh, and then there's a page turn, and she says, I'm betting on Alice. And I love that. That's That brings the chapter to a better ending for me, even though I don't like their relationship right now, and I hope that it matures. That is phenomenal. Yeah, that's great. Chef's kiss. Okay, here we go. Epilogue. The juicy part. The epilogue is called An Occasion. And normally they don't name the epilogue. It's usually just epilogue. Like, I feel like she was like, well, I had a prologue, so I better have an epilogue. I feel like the only reason she made it an epilogue was to make it in the future or like f- further down the yeah, line. So. First thing we see is that Edward helps her into his car, being careful because she is a broken child. Yeah, she's snapped up. And she is wearing wisps of silk and chiffon. And then he pinned flowers into her elaborately styled curls and her bulky walking cast. And she's all angry because Alice dressed her up and did her makeup to make it look pretty. Yeah, and she doesn't yeah. know where she's going. How? How? And she's like, at what point are you going to tell me exactly what's going on? And I'm like, how do you not know at this point? Yeah. And Edward says pretty much the same thing. And he's Mm -hmm. all dressed up in a, in a, like a black suit, a tuxedo. Which the fact that he was in a tuxedo, how did that not tip you off? What other occasion would this man have to wear a tuxedo? I mean, she could have been like, maybe it's Rosalie and Emmett's wedding. I don't know. But why wouldn't they have told her? That's true. Why would it be a surprise? Yeah. But yeah, she's like, I'm not going to come over anymore if Alice is going to treat me like a guinea pig Barbie. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, this is like the trope of being like, I'm a tomboy and I don't like to dress up. And I'm like, just enjoy it. Just have your girl time with Alice, please. And then date Alice instead. I think so, yes. Oh god, and then Charlie calls Edward. 
Yeah. On his cell phone that he now has. Interesting. So we learned that Charlie had had a difficult time since her return. Mm-hmm. And he loved Carlisle. Like, says that he was almost worshipfully grateful. It's because Carlisle's so hot. And then he was convinced that all of it was Edward's fault, which makes sense. It's a very dad thing to do, too. Yeah. If and there's an, an accident involving a teenage boy with your teenage daughter. Right? I feel like this this happens in Gilmore Girls, where Rory is, like, driving a car with Jess, and then they get into a car accident, she breaks her hand, and then Lorelai is just automatically like, he's bad for you, he's bad, no, 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 and then everyone else is like, marry Jess. But yes, so she has curfews and visiting hours. Something Charlie was saying made Edward's eyes widen in disbelief, and he started smiling, and he's, like, freaking out, and then... Edward says, why don't you let me talk to him? This part, phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. phenomenal. At the door is Tyler, who just assumes he's taking Bella to the prom. With no prior discussion of anything. At all. He didn't pop up to her at school and be like, hey, what color is your dress so my tie can match? He's just like, I'm just going to take her to prom. What if that all did happen at school? Like when Edward had to stay home because it was sunny. And like, Mm -hmm. there's just like these moments of like, Bella's just like chilling out and like, she's wearing a dress one day and he's like, what Mm -hmm. color is your dress? And she's like, red. And then (laughs) it's just like this whole like montage of him like completely getting ready to go to the prom with her. Like he has a limo at Tux. He's like wearing a red tie. Like he's like totally ready. And then Bella had just been like out of it the entire time. I want to see that spinoff. But yeah, Tyler, so funny. canonically, Tyler did not ask anything to Bella. And he shows up at her house and Edward talks to him and says, I'm sorry, there's been some kind of miscommunication. But Bella is unavailable tonight. And I'm like, savage. <laughs> Absolutely phenomenal. Oh. And he says, and all further nights. Yeah. He says, to be perfectly honest, she'll be unavailable every night as far as anyone besides myself is concerned. No offense. No offense. (laughs) And he really, that's just him just really eating up all of that secondhand embarrassment coming from Tyler. He's eating it as if it's a fresh deer. (laughs) (laughs) And then finally... Our protagonist realizes what where she's going. To the prom. You're taking me to the prom. The prom. <gasps> Bella, check your privilege. I didn't get to go to prom. Hallie just made this weird. Feel bad for me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she's all upset. She's like cries angry tears. And I'm yeah. like, I don't think there's ever been a time in my life that I've like cried from being angry. Oh, I always cry when I'm angry. Really? Yeah, that's why I could never be a lawyer. Because I can't argue without crying. Oh my goodness. That's the only reason I couldn't be a lawyer. I'd be a fantastic lawyer. There's a difference between me being like severely angry at something. Because I don't get angry often. But if I get in like Mm -hmm. an argument with someone, then I may or may not cry. But if I'm just like angry at someone or something and I just get like unreasonably angry, I don't cry. I'm a big old crybaby. It's okay. I cry in my car. Everyone knows that now. But continuing down this page with her angry tears, she says that she had a fearful hope about what this night was going to be. And this is not true, but I wrote down, oh my god, did she think he was going to propose? Right? I thought that too. Oh my goodness. I was literally uh, I- like, "Is does she think this? Why would she ever think this? She is a child. And he's so blatantly told her that he's not going to be with her. Yes. He's like, we're not getting married. Yeah. We're not ever having sex. And she's like, maybe we will. 
Maybe it's happening. Maybe now. Maybe maybe no. Yeah, she got all mad. Said that she didn't want to go to prom. And she was upset with herself because she was like, I should have noticed the date on the posters. And I'm like, yeah, you should have. You should have been observant of your surroundings, Bella, because you trip everywhere. And you have a boot yeah. on right now. And we learned that everyone's going to be there. Except for, mm-hmm. obviously, Carlisle and Esme. Well, yeah, because that'd be weird. And we learned that also Rosalie still hates Bella, even mm-hmm. though she's on good terms with Emmett. But she, like, wants yeah. to try to make progress with Rosalie, even though she pretends that Bella doesn't exist. So I don't know how that's going to work. Oh, but before they go into the prom, she asks, is Charlie in on this? And he says, of course. He goes, apparently Tyler wasn't, though. And she mentions that, how could Tyler be so delusional? At school where Charlie couldn't interfere, Edward and I were inseparable. I wrote down, honestly... I agree, that is silly that Tyler had no clue. But also, stop being that couple, guys. That's so gross. Yeah, they're inseparable. (sighs) She's probably the couple that, like, they eat together at lunch, they hang out all the time, and then her friends are always, like, it's, like, a sunny day, and then she sits with her friends randomly, and they're, like, oh, Bella. Uh, hey. You're here. And they're just tired of her, because they're, like, we have to catch you up every single time that Edward's not here, and we're tired. (laughs) He teases her about her silly fears again. Um, when someone wants to kill you, you're brave as a lion. And when someone wants, mentions dancing... Then they walk into the dance, and uh-huh. she's like, this looks like a horror movie waiting to happen. I'm like, Carrie! True. You're right. That is a horror movie about a prom. We get an outfit description for almost everyone. Mm-hmm. Emma and Jasper are wearing classic tuxedos. Alice was in a striking black satin dress with geometric cutouts that bared large triangles of her snowy white skin. One, Hot. not allowed at school. <laughs> she would have been dress coded and she would have been kicked out of that prom so fast. Mm-hmm. Next, Rosalie was beyond beautiful. She was wearing a vivid scarlet dress that was backless, tied to her calves, layered, at the calves and wide ruffled train with a neckline that plunged to her waist. So that's so many things to be. Yeah. So she's backless. So neckline to her waist. Yeah. Neckline way too down. Back completely exposed. It's super tight until her calves. How's she dress dancing? Coded. Dress coded <laughs> immediately. I also wrote down at this point. I said I wish Bella and Rosalie got along better. She's so hot. I want to hear more about her. I do agree with that. Maybe not about the hot part. Well, no, she is hot. She's hot in spite of the dress. <laughs> yes. She is hot and she is a mystery because I would yeah. like to know more about her. Anyways. Then she said she pitied every girl in the room except for her. Oh, herself included. Except I'm for like, herself. Except for herself. And at that, I'm like, rude. Like, I get it. They're pretty. But I'm sure some of these other girls are pretty in their own way. No, because they're not vampires. I guess. But the next important thing to happen Oh yeah. Is my big victory of this podcast. Yes. So Edward's face gets angry all of a sudden while they're dancing. And Bella's like, Why are you angry? And she says, What is it? And she turns You're so wrong, Sydney. What? She turns to see Jacob Black, not in a tux, but in a long sleeve white shirt and tie, his hair smoothed back into his usual ponytail. Oh smooth. Not slicked back. Okay. That's so maybe much better. I like it. Maybe I like it. Now. Yeah. As long as it's not like hard and gel on his head. Yeah. Cause what I I I have you seen Open Season? I no, I have. I just don't know who you're talking about. I'm gonna send you a picture right now. It'll take me four okay. seconds. 
I'll, I'll keep explaining. She feels bad for him because he clearly does not want to be there. <laughs> he does not go to this school. Let's remind everyone. Bella hisses at Edward to behave. Ew. And he asks if he can cut in. And <laughs> he says, glancing at Edward for the first time, I was shocked to notice that Jacob didn't have to look up. He must have grown half a foot since the last time I'd seen him. Since the first time I'd seen him. You were right. I was right. You were right. He got I knew he was going to have this growth spurt and she was going to be shocked or she was going to do a double take. And he went to Europe and he got Or she almost didn't recognize him at first. Mm -hmm. You knew it. You called it from day one. I called it. You called it. Yeah, I know I did. So, he's 6'2 now. Yeah, which, like, that seems like an unbelievable growth spurt within the amount of time that they give him. It makes sense, though. Boys grow so fast. I guess they do. They have a lot of milk. And then he's also a werewolf. Yeah. And then the next page, Mm -hmm. when she's... Oh, before he tells her why he's actually there. He says his dad made him come, paid him 20 bucks to go to her prom, mm-hmm. which I'm sure the ticket was more than $20. Yeah, honestly. Prom tickets are expensive. Yeah. And Bella objectifies all of the women that she's with mm-hmm. um, and says, see anything you like? And Jacob goes, yeah, but she's taken. Oof. I'm sensing some tension. I feel some tension. Yeah. Don't like it. Yeah. Don't like it one bit. And then he explains that Billy paid him to come there to tell Bella to break up with Edward. Yeah. Which, like... Uh, ugh. Which is so funny. I get what, where, like, Billy's coming from, but I also don't at all. Like, I know that he's her uncle and, like, he has to, like, be there for her. But, but also... why send Jacob to tell her this at her prom? <laughs> right? Why not just send him to do it on uh, any other day? This is just embarrassing for him. It's not like they're gonna leave prom and do it. This is an LDS author. Okay? <laughs> and he's a vampire. Do think they're gonna, they're gonna leave prom and, like, watch a God-honoring film? Yeah, and definitely not turn into a vampire. But we learned that he paid him 20 bucks to tell her that, and then... He said that he would give him the master cylinder that he needs for his car to tell her to break up with her boyfriend, Edward. And um, and something else. It says, please. And then, what was the other thing? Where's the other? It's on the next page because he says, forget it. I'm going to get a job and save the money myself. Yeah. And then he says to warn her that he'll be watching. I don't like that. I don't like mm-hmm. that. Now she has vampires constantly watching her uncle's constantly watching her we know that uncles can't always be trusted and now uncle's trying to get cousin to watch her yeah gross don't yeah. like it don't like it and she's like oh sorry you had to do this and then he's like can you dance again and Edward's like nope yeah. not at all that's all right jacob i'll take her from here he's like young man <laughs> yeah, i'll take her from here and then he's like all upset because he's like he made me break my promise and we're like what, yeah. what promise he's like i was never supposed to let you go but imagine if he didn't and he was just like behind her holding on to her like elbows trying to keep her steady as they stood there and swayed oh and then he says he's he's not mad at billy he's mad, his son is irritating him though he's mm-hmm. mad at jacob for the dancing but also because he called bella pretty and i wrote down fuck off and then i turned the page and he meant it as in he called you pretty that's practically an insult the way you look right now you're more than beautiful i said ugh, okay (laughs) never mind all right you're still hot all right (laughs) you're good and then he said you she says you might be a little biased he's like no i don't think so (laughs) he's like i have excellent eyesight (laughs) then he spins her out of the 
dance floor and we see that Jessica is still dancing with Mike and then Angelo's with Ben. Okay, this makes less sense, but also makes more sense because when they're dress shopping, Mm -hmm. she's with Eric and she's like, I don't really like Eric. He's not my type. And when she did that, she like looked at Bella. And so I was like, is this gay? Oh, right. Because we discussed that, that I thought she was saying that Bella was her type. Yes, and I thought that too. Like, I was genuinely, like... But I think it was just, like, a misread thing. Yeah. She was just, like, looking to Bella for, like, solace or, like, comfort. It was, like, a teaser. Yeah. And so, maybe, let's just say that Ben stands for Benjamina. (laughs) I like that she calls him Little Ben Cheney. (laughs) Lee and Samantha, I've never heard of either of those people. I don't think those are real characters in this book. Lauren's still mad at her. With Connor. Who's Connor? Who's Connor? She's not with Tyler, that's for sure, because Tyler's hanging out with Bella's dad. Oh my goodness, I want to see that spinoff. It is just... It's like, it's like, son, do you want a beer? <laughs> yeah, it's just Tyler and Charlie, and they're just hanging out watching sports in silence, and he's drinking a beer, and he's drink- and the- Tyler's drinking a glass of milk. <laughs> the only other beverage. Yeah. So they go outside. It's twilight. Mm-hmm. And she's like, some things don't have to end. And he's like, I brought you to prom because I don't want you to miss anything. I don't want my presence to take anything away from you. But okay, listen here. If she became a vampire, she's still alive forever. Yeah. She can still have a high school experience for a few years. For hundreds of years. Yeah. <laughs> hundreds. Especially if he does it now so that she's a teenager. He doesn't understand that like, even though, I guess like she does have to do everything at nighttime. So you can't do a lot of things. But I'm yeah. sure like she might be smart enough to create like a vampire concealer. It's fine. But yeah, she's like, I would have never gone to prom out of my own free will. And we know that about her. She refused to go to the dance even before she knew Edward and her were going to end up together. And she's like, I only liked you because I was with you. And then he was like, tell me what you thought I was taking you to. And he's like, you must have some other theory. And she's like, I don't want to tell you. And she's like, I think it's going to make you mad or sad. And I'm like, girly, what are you going to say? And I like, at this point, I'm still thinking, I'm like, she thought they were going to get married. She thought like tonight- he was going to drive her to Vegas <laughs> and elope. They were going to vampire elope. Yeah. Cause With his doctored birth certificate. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, oh, I assume there's some kind of occasion. Yeah. And she's like, it's not some trite human thing, which I don't think that any high schooler would use the word trite. Especially when they're like in a huff. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, human? And then she was like, I thought you would have changed me after all. And he says the most important thing which is you really thought that i it would have been a black tie occasion for me to change you into a vampire you really think that i would put you in a prom dress bite your hand and then have you sit in pain while looking pretty what he says do you think that would be a black tie occasion and she says she's like i don't know how this works and it's like bella you have to remember anytime edward has seen someone chained changed Except maybe Rosalie, we don't know. They've been on their deathbed. It was not a black tie occasion. I mean, no, it's not. Yeah, because one of them jumped from a cliff. One of them was dying. Mauled by a bear. Mauled by a bear. And one of them was. Or dying uh, of the flu. Dying of Spanish influenza. So, yeah, yeah, she's dumb. She really, like, tried to play it up that she was a really smart person in the beginning of the book, but Mm -hmm. she's just not there anymore. Yeah, she was like, it's not funny. He's like, yeah, it's not, but I might treat it like a joke because you're being stupid 
But yeah, she's like, he's like, you're so ready for this to be the end. You want to give up everything. And she's like, well, it's not the end. It's the beginning. And like, I, I agree with that because honestly, yeah, because you're alive forever. Oh yeah. And then he does this whole thing where he's like, you ready now? And she goes, um, yes. And then he like gets close to her throat and brushes the, his yeah. lips against under the corner of her jaw. And he goes, right now. And she's like, uh-huh. And she said, it seemed like she was like nervous at first or like, uh, Yeah. Like, trying to convince herself. But then she says, if he thought I was bluffing, he was going to be disappointed. I'd already made this decision, and I was sure. It didn't matter what, that my body was rigid as a plank. Well, yeah. So she's like, she, even though her body is saying, like, get out, her she's like, nope, I'm okay with this. And she's like, I'm ready. I'm ready. And then he chuckled darkly, leaned away, and his face did look disappointed. And mm. he's like, you can't really believe that I would give in so easily. I'm like, I agree. She really shouldn't have believed that because honestly... Also, you guys are sitting outside of your high school prom right now. Yeah. Let's keep that in mind. (laughs) And I feel like if he tried to change her, she would immediately start screaming. Yeah, because it's supposed to hurt just real bad. For three days. Yeah. Um, Especially if you go in the neck. Yeah. Ow. But yeah, so he's he's like, Bella, I'm going to stay with you. Isn't that enough? She's like, for now. And then she touches his face and then she says, I love you more than anything else everything else in the world combined is that enough and he's like yep and then he says enough forever and we know for bella it's not and then, and then he leans down to press his cold lips once more to her throat last line of the book and you're not even gonna let him kiss her mouth <laughs> yeah no it has to be her throat <laughs> gotta be the throat i just wrote what is buried within you stephanie meyer <laughs> Right. Oh my goodness. We did it. We read Twilight for the very first time. We read Twilight. I feel like I need more. Did you write down any final thoughts? I wrote down one final thought. I want to hear yours. My final thought. (laughs) My final thought. (laughs) And then you're going to die immediately. That was so bad. Also, the greatest book I've ever read. (laughs) I agree because, okay, it was so, like, the beginning hooked me in pretty much. Mm-hmm. And then it started getting a little bit bad with the whole, like, I'm bad for you. I love you. I'm bad for you. I love you. And then it got so good with all of that vampire drama. And I want mm-hmm. more of that vampire drama. And then it went right back to how it was. And so it's but like... But even, even the, I love you. I'm bad for you. I love you. I'm bad for you. There's just something about it where I just want to keep reading. <laughs> yes. I agree. So for me, it was like, I want to keep reading. But then there was times, like probably when it was a longer chapter where it was like Mm -hmm. that type of stuff, I would be like, oh my goodness, can they stop having the same conversation? Yeah, they did really have the same conversation many times. Yeah. But I was also like, I absolutely love this. Mm -hmm. So it was difficult because it was like the perfect type of romance novel for me personally, but it Mm -hmm. was also dramatic and boring. Yeah. But I loved it. And very fan fiction-y, which is... Uh, which is a glowing compliment I can give it. Yeah, honestly, yeah, because like sometimes I would read this and be like, that is not what a real author would say. But it's like, that's part of it. That's yeah. part of the charm. I did read that Stephanie Meyer was chosen as one of the most promising new authors of 2005 for this book. So that's interesting. Good for her. Good for her. Yeah, I feel like my final thought of reading this book was I want more. Mm-hmm. And then the next page said thirsty for more. Mine said that too, I think. Because it has new moon right here. Mine says, sink your teeth into Stephanie Meyer's number one New York Times bestselling series. Yeah, that's all I have. You want to take us out? I would be honored. Hey, cousins. It's been a wild ride. And I love you for that. If you're at a prom with your cousin and then your other cousin shows up and 
Uh, it's so awkward because your one cousin's telling you that your uncle says you should dump your other cousin and that, you'll, that he'll be watching you. But then it's so much, it's it's so much easier to just go outside with the original cousin you came with, and just be a really weird band couple and and have him pretend that he's gonna bite your neck just you know right outside the high school gym, which is would just be a nutso thing to do. Goodbye, cousin lovers. Goodbye, cousin lovers. Goodbye, you cousin lovers, Sydney. Oh my God, I'm so tired. It's one a.m. Thanks for listening to this episode of Twy As We Light. Our next episode will be out in two weeks, and we'll be watching Twilight with a very special guest. Until then, you could follow us on Instagram at Twy As We Light Pod, subscribe to our Patreon for bonus content, and leave us a nice Apple Pod review. If you liked the podcast, feel free to subscribe on whatever platform you use. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next episode. Oh, no, um, I gotta call my doctor. Doctor, doctor, there's a problem. I'm not drunk. You gotta prescribe me more Adderall.